Great. So welcome to everyone. Welcome to the session and for this webinar. Sayyam so Desai and I'm from InfoSec Train. So starting with this, since we are going to talk about interview prep for SOC, what all things need to be looked out for, we'll see a couple of things like, you know, some scenario based questions and some key pointers. I'll be giving it to you. Okay. Uh, through the slides, you will be able to see them. So guys, uh, just a quick brief about myself. Uh, as I've already told you, Sayyam this side, I'm from InfoSec Train and I have been into this field for a couple of years as of now. Cybersecurity was not my first choice, to be very honest. I was into a different domain. So it's a good learning for others also, those who are from different domain. I was into a different domain. It was from into your web development part. I started my journey from there. So I give my couple of months, uh, you know, to that development part. Somehow that thing was not suiting me. <laughs> I was not, you know, pretty much enjoying that domain. So I thought to switch it because some incident happened with me and there were, you know, some great incidents. Incident would be like, you know, I went to, a, I joined a company, it was a startup. And, you know, they, they asked me to design the websites. My manager told me to design websites, like four to five websites within a week. So those who have a slight idea into this part, like, you know, if, for example, even, you know, non-technical person, if it's there, if you visit a website, like for example, Facebook, you see a lot of graphics are there, isn't it guys? A lot of interactive, you know, things are there and a lot of functionalities are there. So if you think about it, do you think it's that easy to be built up or to create a website? It's not right. It's, it's a, it's a task, isn't it? And my manager was asking me to create four to five similar, uh, you know, websites within a week. So I clearly told my manager that's, you know, not possible. Even like, even if I work, you know, around 16 to 18 hours a day, Saturday, Sunday was off. So it's not that possible to create four to five because I have to write the codes from scratch from the starting. So it's tough of a job, right? So he said, no, say we do not need that much from your end. All we need is create four page in every website, four pages as in home page, about us, contact us and your login page. So I asked him like, if you want a login page, do you want a database to be maintained as well? He said, no, just make it, you know, so that it looks like a genuine one. I was like, okay, fine. That can be done. That's, that's possible. So then I started delivering it, you know, a couple of months went by and I was continuously delivering it when of uh, one fine day what happened actually it was your you know rainy season uh, and the roads you know the the everything was quite packed with the water water was everywhere in short like i went to my metro station i was using a metro and you know it was totally like you know no proper drainage system was there so I was stuck. I called my manager. I won't be able to reach out. And, you know, he told me what that, okay, do not worry. You can come to another office. So I was working the startup. I was happy to hear that. Okay. There is another office as well. I reached to another place. And there's a reason I'm telling you. Okay. I reached to another place and, you know, as soon as I opened the door, just like in, you know, typical movies you have seen, you know, especially Bollywood movies, as soon as you open the door, you know, the winds are blowing, the music is going on the back end. <laughs> Something like that, right? In the background, music is playing. Someone is playing the violin. So that kind of a feeling was there because it was quite huge. It was 
clean it was spacious it was full of amenities the place i was working before it was kind of a rat hole so you know it was a good place for me so i was happy to see that in short then 9 am happened and people started joining in so what was the scenario it was like this sitting was like this left one row and middle in center and in the right as well i was sitting over here and 9 am happened people started joining in uh they came to the office and you know on my left hand side people were speaking english in us accent and at the similar time people on the right hand side were speaking in japanese and they were on you know uh, calls they were continuously interacting with people over the call so by the look and feel those who already know about it that's great by the look and feel of it what do you think was going on over there i was in the same impression as well adipak you got me so what happened after around 20 25 30 minutes someone from my right hand side started shouting that yes yes you know i cracked a deal and i earned this much amount of money similarly you know from my left hand side people start saying the same this was continuously being done throughout the day so that made me suspicious now i made a friend over here i asked that person this that dude what actually is going on over here that you know everyone is saying the same thing after a certain amount of a call are you closing any project but it's not possible that every day you are getting the same thing or you giving the same result so he told me the entire correct uh you know the real thing <laughs> right sagar so he told me that it was you know going a scam a scam was going on over there basically if you guys have seen jamtara in netflix that's a pretty good you know point of the same it's a clear story the real thing scamming was going on they were calling people they were scamming them throughout the day so how they were scamming it they were using the websites which i was creating okay so i was creating the websites they were publishing it and what was happening as soon as you open a website have you ever encounter this thing that when you open a website it gives you a pop up pop up as in to subscribe this or to accept the cookies or to accept the terms and condition such things right exactly so same thing was happening with me uh, with my website so as soon as the person was opening it entire pop up was there which was covering the screen and was saying that your system is under risk you need to troubleshoot it and you know somehow call calling number was there so somehow these calls were being redirected to these scammers and then they start scamming them they make the victim download applications or softwares like team viewer you might have heard about it any desk what happens with that it gives you a remote control access of another system so if let's suppose dipika is there and sayam is there sayam being a scammer and dipika being a victim victim scammer so dipika will be downloading team viewer sayam will also download the team viewer and dipika will be sharing a code so that sayam can have a full visibility and full access of a system and then they can you know see the entire thing they were able to access the camera and in the name of troubleshooting they do ba- they barely do anything like you know uh, very small steps and they will say okay we are done we have troubleshooted your system and then they will start you know they they ask the victim to pay some amount while you know victim is paying them that scammer like let's suppose it was 200 dollar 
for example so before the victim hit the pay button the scammer will die or you know distract that victim since they're on a call and he will scammer will increase one more zero and that's how they were scamming money so scamming is done in different different ways this is one which i'm telling you similar like you know people give you a call and they say you know take a loan or upgrade your credit card and then eventually scam you right so this entire thing was happening this scam was happening so that was the very moment i thought and i realized that i want to i do not want to be a part of it and i you know went to the opposite part of it where i can make people learn about cyber security and to be aware about this the reason i'm telling you this thing is entirely the reason is because this is also one kind of an attack and this attack is known as your wishing okay this attack is known as your wishing regina shijo exactly recruitment scam asking for the important documents absolutely the entire details are being shared with them yeah perfect so the phishing which is done over the voice call is known as your wishing okay always remember that this is one kind of an attack and part of your social engineering attack and it's a very you know good attack do not take it you know as your silly one it is really important attacker do take an advantage of these things as well okay perfect about infosec train just a quick note established in 2016 we are one of the finest security and technology training and consulting company a wide range of professional training programs certification and consulting services in the it and cyber security domain high quality technical services certification or customized training programs curated with professionals of over 15 years of combined experience in the domain our endorsements are here our trusted clients why infosec train because we provide certified and experienced instructors flexible modes of training access to the recorded sessions post training completion support is also there and tailor made training as per the requirement as any customer requirement we can also deliver that so these are a couple of things regarding infosec train now let's get to the main thing interview prep for soc which is security operation center before i jump into it before we talk about it a couple of things we are going to discuss before i go, get into that if you talk about SOC, Security Operations Center, SOC is your, we call it centralized unit, which is responsible for monitoring, detecting, and responding to security incidents. Okay. Which is responsible for monitoring, and responding to security incidents within an organization's network okay so it's simply like you know uh, if i have to collect a couple of things monitoring would be like you're continuously monitoring over the cctv camera right detecting would be like in case in a hotel room if there is a fire we do have a fire alarms right which detects from the smoke and raise an alarm for everyone isn't it and responding would be like we'll be using fire extinguisher or water sprinklers are there in every room which will be helping us to control that fire or minimize that fire. Make sense? So that's your SOC. Okay, SOC does the same for us. 
it helps you to monitor the systems the network of the organization it helps you to detect detect it as in if there is any malicious software for example a virus everyone has heard about virus if there is a virus in the network or in any system it will be helping us to detect it and to respond it here comes your incident responding team as well incident response team so they will be responding it to eradicate or remove that virus from that system or from that network so that everything can get back to the you know normal position and our systems can work fine or they can deliver the business which they were giving it before the virus arrived at their system make sense so that's your SOC. so regarding today's engineer in SOC, we'll talk about the basic ethics for the interview quick pointers for the uh, prep knowledge base for an interview some scenario questions we are going to discuss two or bonusly i may give you more than that and suggest suggested a skill path okay so that's what we are gonna cover for the day okay basic ethics for your sock or for the interview basic ethics for it for the interview see guys uh basic ethics for the interview it's basically i'm referring to what uh, like some set of fundamental principles which need to be followed during the interview process so that we can ensure that the, you know the candidate which is you know present over there is a professional and they are you know behaving in an appropriate manner right so pointers quick pointers would be like importance of honesty and integrity right so candidates the the you know we we, we should always be truthful in our responses to the interview questions lying or you know exaggerating qualifications or experience can lead to the negative consequences later on such as being fired for dishonesty right and it is also essential to i would say maintain some confidentiality and not to disclose some sensitive information which is related to past employers or organizations because often you know they will ask like why do you left the previous organization so it's not like you will say you know the manager was bad or uh, you know they were not given the increment and so on some negative image should not be given you have to handle that more you know professionally importance of showing interested and enthusiasm so any candidate who is you know or who displays enthusiasm and passion for the position and the company is more likely to make a positive impression on the interviewer so demonstrate your eagerness to learn and your willingness to take on a new challenges you know it can be very beneficial being respectful to the interviewer it is important to be polite and respectful to the interviewer throughout the interview process okay so as a candidate we should avoid interrupting the interview and we should listen carefully to their questions before providing the answer so a candidate you know who treats the interview with respect is more likely to create a positive impression than build a very good rapport over there so if they ask a question like you know appreciate it then that's a really nice question and i'm thankful you asked that to me and these kind of things really give a good impact during your interview right being prepared and punctual so candidates they should arrive at the interview on time and well prepared so you know it's it would be preparation would be like it would be including researching the company uh practicing common interview questions and bringing copies of their resume and any relevant certifications also certification also holds a good value so being prepared and you know punctual it demonstrate basically a professionalism and shows the interview that the candidate takes the position seriously okay quick pointers for the prep 
as I mentioned, researching the company and its product and services. So, you know, understanding what the company does, its mission and its values would be a positive point. It can help you to understand the context of the role you are interviewing for and, the, you know, tailor your responses basically to align with the company's goals. So, for example, if you're interviewing for a SOC role at a financial institution, so researching the company's financial products and services and any recent cybersecurity incident in the financial sector, you know, like that case study can help you better understand the risk and the challenges the organization faces, right? And second would be reviewing the job description and requirements. So this will be involving reviewing the job description to ensure that you understand the key responsibilities and requirements of the role. So you can use this information to, you know, again, tailor your responses to the specific needs of the organization. So for example, if the job description, you know, it tells you, it emphasizes the importance of working in a team environment. So you can highlight your experience working collaboratively on previous projects. And SOC is a team game. So, you know, I would also emphasize on this part, show your, you know, team game as well. Practicing common interview questions for sure. So rehearse responses to common interview questions that may be asked during the interview. Some common questions for SOC positions might include like, how do you stay up to date on the latest cybersecurity threats and trends? What is experience with security incident response? You know, practicing your response can, you know, help you feel more confident and prepared for the interview. Last would be preparing questions to ask the interview. So this involves like, you know, thinking about questions you can ask the interview or interviewer to demonstrate you, your interest in the role and the company, you know. So, for example, you can ask like, you know, what are the biggest cybersecurity challenges the organization is currently facing or what opportunities are there for growth and development within the SOC team. So this shows the interview that you are engaged and you are interested in the role and the organization. Okay. So overall, I would say, you know, taking the time to prepare for an interview can help you feel more confident and increase your chances of success. So by researching the company, reviewing the job description and requirements, practicing common interview questions and preparing questions to ask the interviewer, you can demonstrate basically your knowledge and enthusiasm for the role and the organization over there. Now, quick pointers regarding scenario-based question if you talk about. Describe how you would identify and prioritize vulnerabilities in an organization infrastructure. So first I would say, like, you know, in identifying and prioritizing vulnerabilities is to conduct a throughout inventory or you can say to conduct a thorough inventory of all assets in the organization's infrastructure, right, to check on that. So inventory would be including like, you know, servers, workstations, networking equipments and any other device that may be connected to the network. So once your inventory is completed, then perform a vulnerability assessment. It should be conducted so that we can identify any known vulnerabilities in the organization's infrastructure so the vulnerabilities identified during the assessment they should be prioritized based on their severity as in how much you know it can impact correct uh how severe it is you know actually there is a cvs score common vulnerability scoring system so it is ranged from one to ten it defines your low, medium, high, and critical. So if the vulnerability is critical, obviously we have to prioritize it more because the damage that vulnerability would be doing would be, you know, causing or impacting the organization in a huge manner. So 
we prioritize based on the severity the ease of exploitation of it and the you know potential impact on the organization so risk assessment obviously it should be conducted to determine the likelihood of an attack and the potential impact on the organization if a vulnerability is exploited okay so like you know we'll be conducting vulnerability assessment that will be involving like scanning the network analyzing the logs and reviewing security policies so i would then prioritize the vulnerabilities based on their severity and their potential impact on the organization that's how we can go with it then how would you analyze logs to identify suspicious activity on the server so see logs they are critical source of information right when it comes to identifying suspicious activity on a server so to analyze logs and identify suspicious activity i would say like and I, I will go with collecting and consolidating the logs from different sources including your operating system application servers and security tools then i will use the log analysis tools so that we can you know parse and we can search the logs for specific patterns like for example if there are failed login attempts or any unusual network traffic is there that's that gives you a pattern right if let's suppose uh, sagar is there right uh, sim can help you definitely exactly so let's suppose sagar is there so from sagar's account if you are getting multiple login attempts within a five minutes of a time frame that is something suspicious isn't it right that we can say someone is trying to crack the password so these patterns these things we try to you know determine to them okay so any unusual network traffic any failed login attempts they can be part of it then we correlate the log data with other security data okay so correlating would be like again as i mentioned the same thing is you can define the correlation uh, rules over there that if we are getting more than like i'm just writing it in a layman language if we are getting failed attempts greater than three for example and that is for the same user or same user accounts and duration or uh, the time frame which you are talking about is less than let's suppose five minutes so if it's like you know we are correlating different different things right user account duration and the failure attempts so we are making a condition over here it's a correlation rule we call it correlation rule correlating the events so if anything matches this pattern we'll say that to our same solution that raise an alarm make sense that for if for any user if there is more than fail, uh, three failed attempts that too within a uh, five minute of a time frame raise an alarm for us clear with this that's all correlate so correlate the log data with security data or with other security data and then you can use you know these uh, threat intelligence feeds or your network traf uh, traffic analysis to identify the potential threats then obviously we'll be creating the alerts and some automated response rules to detect and respond to any suspicious activity in real time then how would you detect and respond to a ddos attack first of all what's a ddos attack distributed denial of service yeah 
let's suppose uh, Vishal is there. If Vishal is targeting Amazon server and performing a DOS attack, like from one person it is being performed, that's a DOS. If let's suppose we all people, like around 50 people from different different location, if we are targeting the same thing, which is Amazon, that will be your distributed denial of service. Make sense? So multiple will be used. So here, when we talk about DDoS, it aims to do what? It overwhelms a server or network with a you know lot of flood of traffic from multiple sources, right? So to detect and respond to DDoS attack, uh, you know we can say like yeah, putting a, po a policy for that. Great. Monitor the network for signs of unusually high traffic volume. Okay, particularly if it is coming from multiple sources. Look for patterns in the traffic, such as some repeated requests from the same so resource that may indicate a DDoS attack. Use network traffic analysis tools to identify the source of the traffic and attempt to block it. And if necessary, enlist the help of a DDoS mitigation service provider to help block the attack. So these are different different ways you can use it. A spike in network traffic would correlate with a DDoS attack, absolutely. And how would you go about securing a or securing a web application that has known vulnerabilities. First, we have to determine the specific vulnerabilities that exist, right? So in order to do that, again, we'll do what? Vulnerability assessment or by reviewing the application's code. Once the vulnerabilities has been identified, they should be prioritized based on their severity and their potential impact on the application and the organization. Then we'll be developing a plan to address the vulnerabilities, which may involve like what? Which you were telling me previously patching the application or implementing the additional security controls or redesigning the applications isn't it so it is important to continuously monitor the web application for new vulnerabilities and to regularly update the security controls which are in place to ensure that the application remains secure okay so whenever we make an update in the application we do what we uh, scan it to identify any vulnerabilities present over there okay we can follow the guidelines like for example OWASP so OWASP is there uh, OWASP basically it's an open web application security project okay so or you can say open worldwide application security project basically it lists out the top 10 vulnerabilities or attacks which happens in your web applications and it gives you the guidelines how what Kind of an attack they are about and how you can secure yourself from it so it's a guideline nothing to be mandatory followed but if you follow it that's a great thing it will be helping you eventually okay so wasp is quite a good deal for that what tools basically you will be using to analyze network traffic for signs of a possible attack or other tools can we say like you know to analyze network traffic for signs of a you know any possible attack we can say various tools other than like you know these ideas or splunk we do have like what wireshark correct tcp dump snot CrowdStrike, perfect many are there so these tool basically helping capturing and analyzing the network traffic identifying for any suspicious patterns and detecting the potential threats okay so like IDPS intrusion detection and prevention system they can monitor the network traffic in real time and they can also provide you the alerts when any suspicious activity is detected right so these things can be utilized so 
for example, Wireshark can be used to capture and analyze the network traffic. TCP DOM can be used to capture and display the packets. Snort is an intrusion detection system that can be used to detect and help you to prevent the attacks. Simply. How would you perform a risk assessment for a new project? See, performing a risk assessment for a new project basically involves identifying any potential risk and threats which are associated with the project, right? So evaluating the likelihood of these risks occurring and assessing the potential impact on the organization if they do occur can be a good thing to go with. So first step in performing risk assessment would be like to identify the assets, your systems and the processes which are associated with the project. So it will be including like identifying you know basically this will be this includes identifying potential threats and vulnerabilities that may be ex existing over there that may exist so once these threats and vulnerabilities have been identified next step would be to evaluate the likelihood of each threat occurring and the potential impact on the organization if it does so based on this assessment your risk mitigation plan can be developed that will be including the steps to reduce the likelihood of each threat occurring and to minimize the potential impact if it does occur so it is important to continuously monitor the project for new threats and to update the risk assessment and mitigation plan according to that so for example like you know let's say your organization is planning to develop a new e-commerce platform to sell products online so to perform a risk assessment for this project you can do what you can identify the assets you know like what are the valuable assets that need to be protected so in this case the assets could include the customer database payment processing system product inventory and any intellectual property like you know the code and the design of the platform and then you identify the threats like what are the potential threats to these assets so threats would be including like what hacking attempts ddos attack data breaches insider threats any disgruntled employee uh, and vulnerabilities in the software or infrastructure then we evaluate the likelihood and impact so for each threat we assess the likelihood of it occurring and you know or likelihood likelihood of it occurring and the impact it would have on the organization so for example a ddos attack may have a high likelihood but a moderate impact while a data breach may have a low likelihood but a severe impact so then we determine the risk level so based on the likelihood and impact assessment we determine the risk level for each threat so you could use a risk matrix or any other risk assessment tool to help with this step then we identify the countermeasures so for each high risk or high risk threat we identify the countermeasures that can mitigate or reduce the risk so for example you could implement firewalls intrusion detection systems two-factor authentication encryption or any regular backups then we evaluate the cost benefit so we assess the cost of each countermeasure and we compare it to the benefit of reducing the risk so you may need to balance the security needs with the budget and resources available for the project then document the risk assessment document the findings of risk assessment including your identified assets your threats risk level and the countermeasures so this documentation can be used to inform you know uh, the project plan the budget and security requirements and it can also be used or it can be used or serve as a reference for future risk assessment also so these are some ways we can talk about in terms of performing a risk assessment for a new project then we have suggested skill path so foundation knowledge security operations security frameworks and standards security tools threat intelligence hunting and soft skill so foundation knowledge in, as in start with building a foundation understanding of security fundamentals your networking operating systems and database management 
security operation would be like familiarize yourself with security operations by learning about incident management intrusion detection and prevention vulnerability management security information and event management like your sim solutions i'm talking about your threat intel your digital forensics they can be a key point security frameworks and standards so get familiar with industry security frameworks and standards like your nest iso 27001 pci you know that's a good advantage security tools gain your hands-on experience with security tools like your sim solutions ids ips firewalls endpoint security you know these things threat hunting and intelligence in this point what i'm trying to say is develop your skills in threat hunting and intelligence gathering including your OSINT, open source intelligence your threat modeling threat analysis and threat hunting soft skills you know if you talk about develops or develop your strong communication teamwork and leadership skills to you know uh, so that you can effectively collaborate with other teams and communicate security incidents and risk to management see guys if you talk about the higher management or board of members for example regina what i'm, to, I'm trying to say let's suppose board of members are there board of members those who are directing your company for example so that's what i'm saying uh if you know any non-technical person has an idea but they have budget good money they started an organization but do you really think they have a knowledge of security that hardcore security knowledge which you guys are having as a security analyst a SOC analyst no right and board of members it requires many people over there many people are there so we cannot expect everyone to understand it and without their approval you cannot do anything so the terms which you're going to use that's why i'm saying communication skills you have to make them understand in a very simple way or so that you know it can be clear cut you cannot tell them how attack happened or how the attacker was flowing into the network how it destroyed different, different systems and all that part they do not want to go with the technicalities right but you have to give them an idea how much impact it has done to the organization what all things you have used how much budget is utilized and all this part facts and figures make sense so report generation can depend on that so by following the you know this is skill path the individuals they can build a well-rounded set of skills which are relevant to a SOC role and they can stay up to date with the latest security trends and the best practices knowledge base for an interview understanding of SOC and its functions knowledge of security frameworks and standards understanding the security understanding of security incident response process knowledge of security tools and technologies so understanding of SOC would be like and its function would be like you know SOC as I mentioned since it's a centralized unit unit which is responsible for monitoring detecting and responding to your security incidents with your within your organization network so as an interviewer the candidate they should you know demonstrate their basic understanding of SOC functions including incident management event monitoring and threat intelligence will be also beneficial so candidate they can explain how SOC plays a vital role in detecting and responding to security incidents and including like you know identifying and mitigating potential uh, security risk and vulnerabilities within the organization's network okay they can highlight the importance of SOC teams which are collaborating with other departments like your IIT and risk management to ensure that organization security posture is effective knowledge of security frameworks and standards also good as we discussed this previously for NIST ISO for example okay so it can provide a systematic approach to your security management and help organization to identify and address the potential risk and vulnerabilities so candidate they can you know demonstrate familiarity with 
commonly used frameworks like your NIST and ISO and how they can be applied in an organization security program. Understanding of security incident response process. It's a good pointer. The candidate, they should demonstrate their basic understanding of incident response processes, including preparation, identification, containment, eradication, and recovery. So they can explain the candidate, they should, or they could explain how incident response processes are used to minimize the impact of a security incident and reduce the likelihood of future incidents. So they could use, or they could also describe how an incident response team would work to identify the source of the incident, contain the damage, and restore the systems and data to a secure state. And lastly, would be knowledge of security tools and technologies, which is at most an you know uh, important part. Same your ID, IDS, IPS, firewalls. So candidate, they should be familiar with commonly used security tools and technologies, including your SIM solutions, like Splunk, for example, Curada, intrusion detection systems, intrusion prevention systems, and the firewalls. So candidate, they can explain how a SIM system collects, analyzes security event data from various sources to provide real-time insights into potential security threats. They could also describe how IDS IP system they can be used to detect and prevent unauthorized access or any malicious activities and how firewalls are used to control access to networks and prevent any unauthorized traffic to enter within the organization. And lastly, some key pointers for your resume. Tailor your resume to the job, highlight your technical skills, showcase your relevant experience, demonstrate your teamwork and communication skills, emphasize your education and certification, keep it concise and easy to read, and be honest and accurate. So tailor your resume to the job. Make sure your resume you know, clearly highlights your, how your skills and experience align with the job requirements. Use keywords from the job description and highlight your relevant experience with, with security tools, incident response, and security frameworks. Highlight your technical skills. So, you know, SOC roles, they require technical people, technical expertise. So make sure to include your experience with security tools and technologies, again, like your SIM solutions. And showcase your relevant experience, highlight experience in incident response, volume assessment, security operations. So include some specific examples also, how you have used your skills to protect an organization. Demonstrate your teamwork and communication skill, as I mentioned before also, okay. Emphasize your education and certification. It can help you to validate yourself. So include your degree in a relevant field, your certification, your relevant certifications, like CYSA+, CSA, ECIH, and incident response, uh, CHFI is also there, which is for digital forensics. So these can be, or CTIA for threat intel can be very helpful. Or you can say they can be in cherry on top, which can help you to validate that this candidate has you know, the required amount of knowledge. And keep it concise and easy to read. So make sure your resume is well organized and easy to read. So use bullet points to highlight your key achievements and keep your resume to no more than, I would say, two pages. And be honest and accurate. Make sure all the information on your resume is accurate and honest. Don't exaggerate your skills or experience too much. And be prepared to discuss your experience and qualification in more detail during the interview. So overall, your SOC resume should showcase your technical skills, your relevant experience, and ability to you know work effect effectively as part of a team. So keep it focused on the job requirements and make sure it's well organized and easy to read. So that would be it in terms of this.